What's shaking Fire Nation? JLD here, and welcome to December's 2017's Income Report. And what a way to close the year. A lot of stuff going on, a lot of traveling, a lot of awesomeness. And we're going to be getting into all of that coming up in this audio income report. First off, let's give a little income at a glance. Our gross income for December 2017 was $210,000. Our total expenses were $66,000 for a total net profit of $143,493, which puts us $11,000 less than November. And why do we publish an income report? Well, it's a good question, Fire Nation, but we, myself and Kate and the whole EO Fire team, we want to share with you what's working in our business so that you can maybe mimic or copy or just model after some of our successes. But we also show you what's not working in our business so that you can avoid the pitfalls and the struggles and the obstacles that we face on a month-to-month basis. So we're going to give you a little bit of both, the good and the bad. Be open, honest, transparent, and of course... We have the man, the myth, the legend, Josh, on the line. He is Mr. CPA on fire himself with our monthly tax tip. So, Josh, what's going on, brother? Seriously, though, how was it 2018? How did this happen? So true. It just blinked and it was here. But, John, I know uh, you're all the way down there in Puerto Rico, but you may have heard a thing or two about this new tax plan. Is it, has it crossed your path at all? You know, it has, because I listened to Planet Money, and they did a little rendition on it. So it made me think, uh, are Kate and I moving back to the States anytime soon? <laughs> it's not quite that good, but it is a pretty massive tax overhaul for the first time in our lifetime, I think, and, and certainly in a long time. It's a very big change to the tax code. And of course, depending on who you listen to, the tax changes are either going to make us all rich and send the economy soaring, (laughs) or they're going to hurt the middle class to pad the walls of the rich, and we're going to be in the next Great Depression. Well, we don't talk about politics here, but I guess all we can say is whether you hate them or you love them or you're somewhere in between, and you're probably on one of the two spectrums, that's where most people are. It does seem like DT, Donald Trump, has, uh, has, has made something happen. Like, What's going on here? Let's dig into a little bit of the truth here. Let's let's look at this. Is this good or bad for you overall and in your specific situation? And before I do that, we're going to have three caveats here. Number one, as you mentioned, this is going to be completely nonpartisan. Politics aren't involved. Don't care who won or lost. Number two, we're only going to look at how this plan will impact the average person and specifically small business owners. And number three, just keep in mind, this is a short general summary on how it's going to impact the average small business owner. As always, if you want specifics, you got to talk to someone. Those three things make sense? Makes a lot of sense. And just to clarify Fire Nation, when he says how it's going to impact you, he's not talking about just me and Kate. He's talking about you, Fire Nation, the listener. So definitely stay tuned. Absolutely. All right. So how specifically are entrepreneurs impacted with this? And this new tax law provides plenty of changes for entrepreneurs and non-entrepreneurs. All right. It's, it's doubling the child tax credit. For someone like me with three kids, that's fantastic. It's doubling the standard deduction. It's eliminating personal exemptions a little bit on the bad side. It's capping state and local tax deductions. And John, with that one, be very glad you're out of California. <laughs> and With the biggest changes, though, it's it's coming to a group that's near and dear to Fire Nation's heart, of course, entrepreneurs. All right. And essentially what this new tax plan is going to do is reduce the amount of those profits you're paying taxes on by 20 percent. Right. John, I know you listen to all these income reports. I know that you know that business entities impact how you pay those taxes. Right. And for most people, it is a pass through entity. 
meaning the taxes are paid on their personal tax return. The business doesn't pay taxes. For those pass-through entities, and that's 99% of the entrepreneurs that listen to Fire Nation, to, to Entrepreneur on Fire, the, the new tax plan says that pass-through entities now only have to pay taxes on 80% of their income instead of 100%. Okay, so look at, let's look at a quick example of how that works. Let's say that your business, after all your deductible expenses, has a profit of $200,000. Under the old plan, you paid taxes on that $200,000. didn't matter if you took it all out, left it all in, whatever. You paid taxes on $200,000. Under this new plan, they say, okay, we're going to wipe out the first 20%. You are only going to pay taxes on $160,000, even if you took all $200,000 out for yourself. Okay, so this is a very, very big deal for these small business owners. That alone could easily save the average person ten dollars to $15,000 per year on their taxes. And obviously, the more profits you have, the more that's going to save you. So pretty, pretty awesome, right? I'm fired up. That's what I thought. <laughs> so there are a few restrictions here, of course, and these are going to start to hit when you are, if you're married and your profits are 315,000, or if you're single and they're 157,000, there are a little bit of restrictions on that 20% with how you have to structure your salary or guaranteed payments. So if your profits are over 315, if you're married yep. or just over 157, if you're single. If you even think there's a chance you're going to approach those numbers this year, more important than ever, go talk to someone because you can still get this 20% reduction, but there are very specific things you have to do with that salary or that guaranteed payment to make sure you can do that. All right. So conclusion overall, I'm only looking at this from a tax perspective, not a big economic perspective. I'm not smart enough to know how it impacts our economy. I'm only looking at it from entrepreneurs in this case. I have to say that I'm, I'm happy with what they've done here, right? Small business owners pass through entities that are often ignored in, in these tax cuts that they do. They're getting a huge 20% reduction in the amount of income they're, that they're paying taxes on, right? So Fire Nation, if you have that business, it's an awesome, an awesome savings for you. If you don't have that business, hey, one more reason to go start that business, right? <laughs> Each individual is different, all right? These, there's specifics to you. Go talk to someone. Don't just say, oh, 20%, I'm good to go. I'll file my own, all right? Talk to someone. It's very important. Fire Nation, as always, Josh is dropping value bombs here and over on his site, cpaonfire.com. You can email him, josh at cpaonfire.com. Josh, bring us home. Yeah, so we always have that free course that we offer, and this is, becomes even more important under this new tax plan because it impacts how this saves you money. All right, so to get to that, go to cpmfire.com slash firenation. Boom. Josh, thank you, brother. We'll chat with you next month. All right, Fire Nation. So we had a busy December, which Kate and I are going to be chatting about now. And Kate, you've been pretty quiet. What's going on over there? I love that you um, gave Donald Trump the DT on our income report. <laughs> Donald Trump, if you're listening, you're the DT. Take it or leave it. <laughs> so funny. Things are going good. I'm, I'm really happy to be back in Puerto Rico. I finally made it back yesterday, so it's great to be home. Well, it's great to have you home for a lot of reasons. So Puerto Rico finally feels like home again now that you're back, but I'm sure you had a great time in San Diego. Oh, it was amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> I love being able to spend that time with my family. Well, despite Kate being gone for almost half the month, we still got a lot done on the EO Fire LLC team. And one thing I want to talk about is a personal passion project of mine, memoir, audio biographies of the men and women who changed the world. Now, if you're saying, what the heck does that even mean? Well, let me kind of break it down for you. 
I've always loved history. In college, I was a history major, specifically American studies. I've just always loved reading about history, um, specifically biographies. Like I've loved reading biographies of men and women who have just done amazing things, who have accomplished so much, and who have impacted the world. And for a long time, I was saying, wow, I feel like everybody would love these books and this knowledge if they just weren't such tombs. I mean, they're literally a thousand pages, some of them, 800, they're small print. And I'm just like, man, even me who loves biographies, I'm having a hard time getting through these massive works. And I I just want to be able to make this more consumable for people out there because it's so great. It's so fun. And so it gave me the aha moment. It allowed me to have the idea to launch Memoir, a podcast that is going to be the audio biographies of those men and women who have changed the world. And I'm going to take the life stories of people who we've all heard about, Alexander the Great, Napoleon, um, Catherine the Great, uh, Queen Elizabeth, like fill in the blank, like the men and women who have changed this world that we've heard their names, but like really do we know that much about what they've done or what they did or how they impacted this world besides maybe, you know, Napoleon was short or, you know, Hitler had a mustache? Like how much do we really, really know about these people? And I know for me and a lot of other people that love history or are just curious about history, you want to know more. So, This gave me the idea for the podcast, and I've been working pretty darn hard on it. In fact, episode one is about 95% complete, and episode one is going to be Alexander the Great, which I'm really fired up about. It's an hour and 45 minutes long. I brought in voice actors. I have sound effects. Um, I personally narrate about 90% of it, but again, there is that like 10% of sound effects and voice actors and just fun that we kind of really bring into it because I want this to be a fun but educational, kind of like edutainment type of thing. That's my vision for memoir. Um, So episode number one is Alexander the Great. I do have an intro episode, you know, that episode 000, what is memoir. So I do go into detail about what it is to kind of explain and expound upon that. But the exciting thing is, is that if you're listening to my voice right now, you can actually head over to the website to listen to episode one, what is memoir? Um, And well, the intro episode, what is memoir? And then potentially episode one will be live when you're hearing this or it will soon afterwards. So head over to memoir.one. That's memoir.one. Go ahead and sign up on the email list. You can be alerted. We have sneak peeks. We have gifts. And again, we'll alert you of when that episode is launched or the specific episodes go live. And we do have that sneak peek there of the entire intro episode, which is a lot of fun. Um, If you go to eofire.com slash income 52, you're going to get to see the logo that we put on this income report. Um, Again, we went back and forth with a lot of different types of logos. We kind of narrowed it down to two. Then we helped... Um, we had Paradise help decide which one we went with, and it was very close. It ended up being like 85 for one, 77 for another, so it was really close, and we did go with the majority on that one, so you'll get to see what specific one we chose. But overall, this is a passion project that I see myself doing for the significance, um, I should say for the foreseeable future is a better way of putting it, because... I love doing episode one. I'm already excited about getting into episode two, which you'll have to go to memoir.one to see who episode two is going to be. 
And I'm having a blast doing this. It's just allowing me to be creative and bring in these sound effects and these voiceover actors and overall just have a great time while personally me learning so much about these individuals that I only know a little bit about, you know, just the surface level stuff. So Kate, I've been rambling about this passion project of mine for a little bit now. What are your thoughts as somebody that maybe isn't as big of a history lover as I am when I brought this idea to you? Well, your quote unquote rambling totally describes <laughs> your passion for this project because I remember the first time. Do you remember when you told me about memoir for the first time? I don't think I remember. We were in uh, New Zealand and we were on that hike that afternoon after you got back from Bungie. Now I remember. Yeah, we were coming down the hill. And I remember I was kind of like trying to figure out the right way to say it. I was like, so I have this idea. And like, you're like, just say it. (laughs) (laughs) And it was pretty cool because that was the part of the hike. If you remember, we were like going down this trail and it was a pretty wide open hike the way up. And when we got to the top of the mountain, it was this beautiful 360 view of Queenstown. And on the way down, like randomly and totally unexpectedly, we kind of got into almost like this canopy of trees. And so we're walking down this path and it was like it got a little bit dark and like the trees are kind of covering the sky overhead. And you're telling me about this podcast. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) it was like meant to be that you told me about it then. (laughs) But I am so, so excited about it. And as somebody who, like you said, isn't as big of a lover of history as you are, But also at the same time, someone who kind of wishes that they were like, I get pretty fired up when we watch these amazing TV series that, you know, Amazon puts on or that Netflix does. Um, You mentioned Queen Elizabeth. You know, we've been watching that series, those episodes and in his um, in school, history was never really my strong suit. And it was never for lack of interest in learning about what has happened just for whatever reason, like that content didn't stick with me. I couldn't remember dates very well. I had a hard time like tying somebody's name to, and and you said earlier, like we all know these names, but how much do we really know about these people and their impact on the way that our world works today? So I'm super fired up for it because you know me, I can get through like maybe 20 words a book per night because then I fall asleep. (laughs) And so I'd probably take me like years to get through an actual biography that has a legitimate amount of info. I'm fired up to be able to listen into these episodes, to be able to learn incredible information in an entertaining way about these people who are a part of our world. They're a part of our lives, whether we know it or not. And how cool is that to like learn about how they've impacted, you know, things that still matter significantly to us today. So Yes, very excited. And Fire Nation, let me tell you something. When John and I were talking about memoir last week and he told me that he was almost finished with the first episode, I was like, I can't wait to be the first person to listen. And he really said no. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you'll hear it with the rest of the world when it goes live. But I'm still working on him a little bit because I would really love to be the first one to listen to it. (laughs) Well, let's be honest. I think I know how that's going to end up. So uh, (laughs) Fire Nation, you can email Kate with uh, her thoughts because she's probably already listened by the time you're hearing this. But not to repeat myself, even though I will, but if you want Fire Nation to listen to the uh, introduction episode, memoir.one, that's memoir.one, 
definitely sign up for the email list if this excites you or fires you up in the least because, again, I will be doing sneak peeks, sending out some gifts, going to be involving you. One thing we're doing on the website when it's ready is we're going to have a voting widget, which is going to be so cool, where you, the listener of Memoir, are actually going to choose the next person that I'm going to feature in memoir. So it's going to be really fun when it gets a little more popular and people are visiting the website and voting up who they want to hear from next. Because I want to know who you want to hear from and then I'm going to create that person because I want to do everybody. So I might as well let you decide the listener and it's going to be a lot of fun. So memoir.one. Now that's my big passion project right now. But Kate, you have quite a project of your own going on. Um, I think a lot of the listeners are aware that I created both the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal and had a lot of fun doing it. And of course, they both crushed it on Kickstarter, becoming some of the top publishing campaigns of all time and are still absolutely crushing it every single month. In fact, this month, we almost did $50,000 in sales of those two journals. So we know that this is like a formula that works. And, and I'm really proud of these two journals that I made. In fact, I dedicated the, uh, the last one to my parents because... I was able to, and you know they were a big part of my life, obviously. But Kate, you've been working on a journal yourself, and it's called the Podcast Journal to kind of break the ice here. What's going on with that? This is another exciting project that we've been working on. And unlike memoir, which I know you've been thinking about for a long time, but as Fire Nation knows, you are such a fast action taker. So, I mean, literally, you told me about that idea in New Zealand, which was October, October. And here we are in January, and you're getting ready to launch. Like, that's so incredible. Um, but the podcast journal is something that you and I have been talking about for quite a long time. Actually, I was thinking about it, and I'm pretty convinced that this dates back to early 2015 wow. that you and I first started talking about this. Um, but it's been a long time in the making. We've had a lot of other great projects and things like the Freedom Journal, like the Mastery Journal that we've really been focusing on. Um, the Podcast Journal is no doubt a more than joint project between the two of us. You know, you put in significant time in creating an outline for this. Um, we've both been populating the content. It's unlike any other journal that we've created here. And that is in how it's built and how we are setting it up to work for you, the podcast journal consumer. <laughs> and that's because unlike the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal, where there's daily prompts that you are kind of uh, setting your own goal that you want to accomplish with the Freedom Journal, or you are choosing tasks that you want to focus on during your focus sessions in the Mastery Journal, the podcast journal is going to lay out for you step by step. It's a workbook that's going to guide you through creating and launching your own podcast. So there's going to be detailed instructions every single day. Like literally you go to day one and it says, this is what you should do today. We're going to have some really cool video tutorials that go along with it. We'll have an online resources center. There are going to be checkpoints along the way. And the underlying and overall purpose of the podcast journal is that it will help you launch your podcast in 50 days or less. Wow. How exciting is that? Pretty exciting to have that step-by-step, -step, that end date. You know, I'm a huge fan of Parkinson's Law, which is tasks will expand to the time allotted. We're giving you 50 days, Fire Nation, to start the idea phase and to finish by launching your podcast. And guess what? That's all you need. Yeah, I'm super stoked to be providing something that literally we're going to leave no stone unturned. If you're ready to launch your podcast, but you don't know what steps to take or you're afraid that you're going to miss a step or you're wondering how long it's going to take you, 
this workbook, the podcast journal idea to launch in 50 days is for you. And we've already started. We're quite a ways along, actually, not necessarily in the physical creation of this journal, but in the content and the layout of it. So if you want to sign up for our interest list to hear about our progress, I've been putting together some pretty cool behind the scenes emails about what we're going through in order to create this, the steps that we've been taking in order to create this. So, you know, maybe maybe you're not necessarily interested in launching a podcast, but even if you just kind of want to see the behind the scenes of the actual steps that we're taking, like I think in the most recent email, I talk about a phone chat that I had with Richie Norton from Product. And Richie's the guy who helped us put together and source materials for the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal. He's going to be helping us with the podcast journal as well. So I kind of talk about in this email update, the conversation that I had with Richie, the questions that he had for me, the questions that John and I have been going back and forth about and creating this journal. So even if a journal or a book is kind of on your interest list, then maybe you just want to join the join the interest list to see how we're going about it. So you can find that link to sign up at eofire.com slash income and the number five, two. Booyah. And of course, you can just head directly to the podcastjournal.com. You should have recorded that phone call with Richie Kate. That would have been a cool thing to share. Oh, that would have been so cool. I wish I would have thought about that. And it would have even been more cool. (laughs) It would have been even cooler. (laughs) Um, Because I had that conversation with him in San Diego, like kind of in transit to, I don't even remember what I was going to do. So it was like a really off the cuff conversation that wasn't really like planned out or anything. So it would have been super cool just because we were really you know, it, it was not like this organized, super, um, I don't know, serious strategic. conversation. Yeah. Strategic. There you go. <laughs> so, I mean, it would just like go to show that, you know, not all of this is super planned out. Not all of this is like laid out and, you know, waiting for us to take all these super calculated steps. Sometimes it's just about having conversations with people. And Richie came up with a few really great ideas that I had not even thought about. So, Um, Yeah, I wish I would have recorded that. Maybe our next chat I'll record. Fire Nation, it comes down to the quote, Martin Luther King quote, you don't have to see the full staircase to take the first step. Just take that first step. Make that phone call. Whatever that next step might be, just take the next step. And guess what? The next step will reveal itself and so on and so forth. So commit to that. Take the next step. So we're going to talk quickly now about the Fire Nation Freedom Quiz and our four days to mastery. Because if you don't know this by now, Fire Nation, you haven't been listening that closely, but we have four incredibly amazing and free courses on how to podcast, on how to accomplish a meaningful goal on how to create webinars that actually convert, on how to create a funnel on fire. And we have just now released our fifth amazing free course, Four Days to Mastery, Master Productivity, Discipline, and Focus. Like, these are free. This is free content, free courses that we've created for you, and they are all waiting for you to sign up for. And this click of a button over at eofire.com, right on the homepage, And something else that we added to uh, our homepage was the Fire Nation Freedom Quiz. So, Kate, why don't you talk about both of these things because you had a lot to do with the creation of both of these. And we'll get into into some details. Yeah, when we went through this process to create the Fire Nation Freedom Quiz and Four Days to Mastery, it really brought to my attention and kind of 
the to, to the forefront of me thinking about systems and planning and how that plays into business. And literally four days to mastery, this free course that we created, that's four days, it's four videos, it's four emails, it's an opt-in page, it's a thank you page, it's video pages. Like, you know, there's kind of a lot going on. It sounds pretty simple, but to create a free course is no easy feat. You need a lot of time and patience and you need to know how to do the things. And when I started four days to mastery and John, you and I were chatting about like, what do we call this course? Um, should it be more than four days, less than four days? As we kind of brought this all together, I realized once we got to the name of the course and exactly what it was going to include, this is a system. You mentioned the other free courses that we have in Fire Nation. Once you create just that first thing that sticks for you, that works for you, which for us was free podcast course. We started with just one free course. It was on our most popular topic that people asked us about most, and it really stuck for us. So guess what? We created a system around creating free courses that now for us, when we come up with a new free course idea, it's not starting from a square one. It's not reinventing the wheel. Four Days to Mastery took me one day to create because I know exactly what the steps are. I have a checklist. I know how to do it. So be thinking about the types of things in your business that you might be able to do this with, because when you find something that works, it's really important that you do create that system around it, that you do have a checklist so that the next time you go to do it, it's not taking you like, I don't know, what a free podcast course take us to create. Do you think John? 25 to 30 hours. And of course, the video content and everything, how long your course is and what it includes, it's going to vary based on that. But um, anyway, after my whole little systems rant there, um, a few months ago, this actually started. So Four Days to Mastery came up totally out of the blue, not like our other free courses. It actually came up to because... Um, Chantel, a quiz creator extraordinaire, reached out to us and she had a proposal that she wanted to create a quiz opt-in for us because she's been working with a lot of people and this has been crushing it for them. She thought it'd be a great idea for us to try and get um, more attention to our free courses. So we accepted Chantel's proposal. Her and I started working together and within a few weeks, she had sent us this entire outline for what we now call the Fire Nation Freedom Quiz. It's all about how to eliminate fear and finally achieve entrepreneurial freedom. So you've seen like a quiz set up before where it, it tells you, um, it asks you a series of questions and based on your answers, it populates like the type of entrepreneur you are or where you might be on your journey right now. And then it offers you free resources to help you in that area. So we signed up for Interact Quiz Software. That's what we're using to create this quiz. We put it on our homepage and in a couple other places on our site, just so we can kind of test and see where it's working best. And once we had all of that completed and everything was ready to go, Chantel's like, I'm so excited for you to push this live. Like, let me know how it goes. And it occurred to me that one of the results of the quiz was leading people to a free course on how to master productivity, discipline, and focus. And I was like, oh, <laughs> we don't have a free course on that yet. So anyways, we kind of came to four days to mastery in a little bit of a backwards way. But there you go. There's another lesson. Not everything comes just like as an easy, super flow. Sometimes you back into ideas or the things it's going to take to get you to the goal that you're looking at, in this case, to launch the Fire Nation Freedom Quiz. 
And um, so we're really excited to hear your feedback. We'd love for you to check out the Fire Nation Freedom Quiz and see where you're at on your entrepreneurial journey. And of course, regardless of where you are, we do have an incredible free resource for you off the back of that. And um, yeah, you can get to either of these four days to mastery or the Fire Nation Freedom Quiz on this income report, eofire.com slash income five two. And Fire Nation, I highly recommend just go check out and see what we're doing over at eofire.com. We spend a lot of time, invest a lot of money, analytics, we study, we, we test everything. And so what you're seeing on our sites, it likely works. So, you know, study it for yourself, implement it. And again, when it's, when it's not working, like you'll either see it disappearing from our sites um, or, and or we'll tell you about it because that's what we do. So um, again, like copy, mimic, you know, adopt what we do that's working and avoid, ignore, you know, run away from what's not. Like that's what we're here for. We're trying to be like your guinea pigs in a way. Now, this kind of dovetails perfectly into our biggest lessons for 2017. I'm going to kind of run through these, and then I'm going to have Kate maybe pull one or two out to focus on before we break into our income breakdown for December. But we couldn't wrap up December and all of 2017 without giving you our biggest business lessons for the year. So number one is no one cares about your business as much as you do. And it's kind of obvious when I say it out loud, but I don't think we really realize it. We don't think about that day to day. But Fire Nation, listen to me. Nobody cares about your business as much as you do. So take responsibility, take ownership for everything. You are the person that's going to make or break your business. Uh, Number two you never know until you take action. Like so many people think that they just have everything mapped out or they have all the answers or if I do this, this is gonna happen. Really? Like have you ever done that? So how do you know? Like you never know until you take action. So make 2018 an action first year. Uh, Number three, compare and despair. Fire Nation, if you are comparing yourself to anybody that's more successful than you right now, you're going to despair. Like should I be comparing myself to Mark Cuban who like owns an NBA team is a billionaire is on Shark Tank. Well, if I did, then I would probably be despairing on the fact that I don't own an NBA team. I'm not a billionaire and you know, I don't have my own, you know, jet or whatever it is that he has. But I don't compare myself to Mark Cuban because that would just be pointless and I would just despair. There's one person that you should be comparing yourself to and that's you yesterday. And if you're winning that comparison, you're winning at life, period. Uh, number four, constant improvement is the key. Listening to podcasts, reading the right books, just talking to the right people, that's going to be a re- that's going to be resulting in you constantly improving. And that's the key, Fire Nation. Uh, what is this? Number five, failures are a healthy part of business. Yes, they are. We fail every single day. And when I actually go more than a day or two without failing in something, I'm like, wow, I'm not getting myself out of my comfort zone, which is where all the magic happens because I'm just staying in this little bubble and I'm not failing and nothing special is happening. So fail. That's where you learn. That's where you adapt. That's where you grow. That's where you get stronger. And Fire Nation, not everybody's going to love you. In fact, some people 
might dislike you. And that's okay. You're not trying to serve those people that dislike you. You're trying to serve the people that like you, that know you, that trust you, that love you. And there's going to be those people out there. If some of you have been following me for the past couple of weeks, I posted um, a brutal, vicious um, email that I got from a hater. You can go check it out at eofire.com slash hater. That'll take you right to the post that now has over 700 Facebook comments of people coming back and responding to this brutal email that I posted publicly because I wanted people to see that it doesn't matter that I've been doing this now for like almost six years, almost 2,000 episodes, and then, you know, I've generated, you know, multiple millions of dollars a year. Like, I still have haters. And in fact, I probably have more now than ever because of those things. And it's just a part of life. And in fact, I just got an email today from someone that said, John, thank you. That was a subject line. And I read that email, and it was about a person that just got brutalized today from a hater email. And he said, honestly, this would have shut me down for weeks, if not maybe, it might have shut me down forever. I might have honestly just gone away and, and just not even continued to put out this content and to try in this area had I not read the hater email that you got because I saw, number one, John, how you handled it. Number two, the fact that somebody can hate you so much while at the same time I love you so much for what you've done. It makes me realize that there are people out there that love me. And this is, again, I'm speaking in this guy's voice now. There are people that love me despite that one hater email that I got today. And it allowed him to keep going forward. So realize that, Fire Nation. That's a huge lesson that I learned. And it happened at the end of 2017. And I'm glad I got to share it with a lot of people. In fact, um, Inc. actually picked up the article and published it because they were just like, wow, this is really picking up a lot of traction here because it was going a little viral. So this is something that's a huge reality out there that we need to arm ourselves with the knowledge that this might happen. And that's okay. So Kate, why don't you maybe pick one or two things out before we move into the income breakdown? I am just going to pick out one because it's been kind of a recurring theme in this income report. You've mentioned a few times, you know, we do these reports so that you can see what's working, see what's not working, um, potentially mimic or pick up on the things that, you know, we see as big successes, avoid those things we see as big failures. But the one I'm going to pull out is you never know until you take action. Our audience, Fire Nation, you are different than your audience. So what's working for us in our industry right now might be different for you and it might be different for your audience. It might be different for your industry, but you will never know until you take action. So just test it out and see. And if it doesn't work, no big deal. Scrap it. Try something else. It will not be the end of the world. I can promise you that. And if you want to deep dive into any of the business lessons that John mentioned here, um, everything, I created a in-depth post on this. So you can head over and check that out. It is at eofire.com slash episode 171. Boom, Fire Nation moving into December 2017's income breakdown. So let me just tell you a little asterisk here. It was December, the holidays, so these numbers were a little high, but I will say that if you had told me that two years after the launch of the Freedom Journal and a year after the launch of the Mastery Journal, that those journals would combine to sell in just one month, $50,000 worth of product, I would have said, yo crazy, you crazy. But the reality is they did. Well, the reality is they sold $49,593 in the month of December. That's 1,161 of those gorgeous leather, faux leather, gold embossed bound journals that made their way to somebody, to some people around the world. And that's 
is just something that really warms my heart because I did pour my heart, my soul into these two journals and to know that they are impacting so many people on such a consistent basis is so exciting to me. Like I love in our Facebook group for the journals that we have, which is over 10,000 people now, we have people that say, I'm on my fifth, sixth, I think I even saw someone just post, they just started their seventh Freedom Journal. Like that is amazing and I love that. So that was one thing that, that was really cool that happened in December. Um, Podcasters Paradise had a great month at $35,000. Podcast sponsorship income brought in $64K. Uh, podcast websites, of course, um, did wonderful as always. And our co-ownership stipend of $5,000 came in. Um, we also have all of our free courses that we've been referencing uh, linked up on the show notes page as well, or I should say the income report page as well. Um, our affiliate income was $56,000 for the month of December. Our biggest one, as always, was ClickFunnels, which brought in uh, $27,000. Um, another big one um, was Easy Webinar, which we haven't seen on here for a little while, but something happened there and we brought in $365, which is pretty cool. And we also did uh, $8,245 for Create Awesome Online Courses by DSG, which by the way, we are going to be doing another live webinar in just a couple weeks. So it's going to be, um, I, I believe the exact date is January 25th, but just go to eofire.com slash course to sign up for the live webinar, which I believe is on January 25th, 2018. It's going to be awesome. Um, if you've ever thought that you might create a course in 2018, this is a must attend free webinar. Uh, we also brought in $3,141 from Ask, which is Ryan Levesque's incredible course that we promoted uh, quite some time ago. And so that, this brought in a total gross income for December of $210,291. Of course, we had a lot of expenses because we are running a large business. And you can check out all of those expenses at eofire.com slash income52. Um, that is added up expense-wise to $66,798 for a total net profit of $143,493. Biggest lesson learned is the importance of doing a business review. And I know that I didn't do one, so this must be Kate's section. What do you got? <laughs> well, I feel like when I do a review, we do it together because That's it's true. our business. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so this actually, um, the post that I mentioned earlier with the biggest lessons learned and John, you went through each of those lessons learned and, and gave a little tidbit on it, eofire.com slash episode 171. I also talk about the importance of doing a business review because that's really how I come up with the biggest lessons learned and how I formulate goals moving forward is by really understanding the strategies and tactics that we've implemented, that we've tested, and actually understanding which ones worked and which ones didn't and why. Because until we're kind of taking a look back, understanding what we're doing that's working, what's not working, why it's working, why it's not working, how are we ever going to, uh, again, another one of those lessons, constantly improve what it is that we're creating if we're never taking the time to step back and review. So, at the beginning of that post and in the biggest lesson learned for this income report is the importance of doing a business review, how that can help you no matter what time of year it is, the start of a new year, the middle of the year, the end of the year. 
I love doing it at the end of the year, but I also do this quarterly. I love looking back and seeing what's working. That's why these income reports are so incredibly valuable for myself and John as well, because it really shows us what it is that we've accomplished and also what it is that's not working for us so we can not do it moving forward. So I highly encourage you to check out that post. I have five steps you can follow to do your own business review. I have the details of it on the income report, which you can check out, but I'm just going to go through the steps real quick so you can hear what those are because it's super simple. Five steps. Anybody could do five steps, right? And I can guarantee you that the information and the insights that you're going to gain from taking the time to look back at what you did over the past year, over the past quarter, whatever it might be, is going to be such huge lessons learned that you get to carry with you. So step number one is take note of your bigger projects is just looking back and seeing what it is you spent a lot of time doing. Step two, what worked and why? These are really the steps that I follow every month when I do our income report. I'm looking back at the big projects that we worked on for the month. I'm sharing in this income report. John and I get on this income report recording so we could share what worked and why it worked. We also do step number three, what didn't work and why didn't it work? Step number four, we share with you our lessons learned. So based on the list that you've created, you have notes on what's worked, what didn't work. What are your lessons learned from that? What should you not do again in the future? What should you do again in the future? And of course, number five, looking ahead, how can you take those lessons learned and use them? Knowledge is power. So those are the five steps in super brief overview. But again, eofire.com slash income 52 will give you the complete breakdown in the lessons learned section. Well, Fire Nation, December was a great month. 2017 was a great year. Here is to 2018. I know that I can't wait. I know that Kate can't wait. I hope that you are excited for it. Final call to action, eofire.com slash income 52. Everything we talked about right on this income report. Come and check it out. It's uh, it's great. And Casey spends a lot of time on it. So Fire Nation, here's to us in 2018. Prepare to ignite.